Welcome to episode 16 of my public economics podcast. As always, I'm your host, Paul Hinches, and today I am joined again by my friend and roommate, Wob. How are you doing, Wob? Pretty good. How about you, Paul? Doing good. So to start this podcast, I think this one will be my final podcast. Um, From here, I'm going to do my final report. I've kind of started to work on some of the macro scale stuff. so this is going to be my last podcast talking about any specific program, and we are talking about Medicare. Bob, do you know what Medicare is? Yes, I'm familiar. <laughs> <laughs> so Medicare began in 1966 as part of LBJ's Social Security Act, uh, not to be confused with Medicaid. So Medicare provides Americans over 65 with health insurance. Now it actually supplies health insurance for younger Americans with disabilities such as Lou Gehrig's disease. In 2018, it covered over 60 million Americans. That's almost 20% of the population. So, the uh, first person to be on Medicare, have any guesses, Bob? Ooh, I don't know. Maybe a uh, past president. That's a good guess. Okay. Uh, Harry Truman. Ah, okay. Harry Truman was the first person to be uh, admitted onto Medicare. Uh, he tried to get something similar while he was president, so then LBJ gave him the honor of being the first person. Hmm. So it started in 66, they gave it a year to get off the ground, and then they gave it cost estimates for each year up until 1990. So, Wob, I'm going to ask you the same three questions. I'm going to ask you, how much do you think it costs? How much do you think it was over budget? And then why do you think it was over budget? Um, and I'm asking for the cost of Medicare in 1990. So not the whole time frame throughout, just the one cost in 1990. Um, and they made that estimate in 1967. Hmm. Wow. So let's see, because that's a lot of people. So it's over 60 million now. So I imagine it was less back then, especially considering it didn't include, you know, people with disabilities. Um, uh, we also didn't, you know, have as many people or. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, the population wasn't too much less, but. We didn't just, have as many old people. Yeah. Yeah. They died a lot faster back then. Yeah. Um, let's see. I'll go. This is for one year only? One year, 1990. 1990. I would say. Ooh, I don't know. Maybe $5 billion. $5 billion. Yes. Okay. Uh, yep. Uh, How much do you think that's over budget? I guess I gave you a hint that it was over budget. Well, I've just gotten so used to everything's been over budget. Well, yeah, it's the government, so I would have guessed over budget anyways. <laughs> I would say it was originally $3 billion, so All right. Or over by like, $2 billion. Like 67, yeah, 67% over? Yes. Okay. I have a feeling my answer is way off. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so ah. <laughs> my guess, so you said $5 billion and $3 billion for estimate and actual. My guess was $300 billion. Um, so I know from taking this class, actually, that our current budget, it's 15, roughly 15% of our current budget is um, Medicare um, and Given the fact that our budget's roughly like four point two trillion, that means six hundred and fifty billion in today's dollars. So I figured it's grown a little bit since nineteen ninety. Three hundred billion was my guess. I'm guessing that is a hundred percent over. I was thinking this is a pretty big time range for them to be guessing. Um, so they're terrible at guessing. So 
I'm just thinking that they are, they were not very good at guessing that far out into the future. Yep. Um, so the actual cost of the uh, 1990 Medicare came in at $110 billion or, or 217 billion in today's dollars. So I was decently close while you were not. No, I, no honestly, <laughs> I thought it was a, a lot less like popular back then, but I guess 1990 isn't too far too no, far ago. No. <laughs> so the government cost estimate. So, okay, the government cost estimate was $12 billion, um, which is $23.7 billion in, in today's dollars. Um, it was $12 billion in 1990s dollars. They were expecting, you know, inflation. Mm -hmm. That came from the 1967 House Ways and Means Committee. That means they were 815% over budget. Incredible. <laughs> <laughs> so they were really bad. Um, that's a lot. That's the most off percentage wise of any program that I've looked, looked at, but it's actually not going to be the number that I'm going to go with. Um, and here's the reason why the biggest reason that they were this off is because they greatly missed on their estimate for inflation. Mm. So the 1970s and eighties had way higher inflation than what they guessed. They thought $12 billion was going to be worth a lot more than what it actually was. So their guess was a lot more off, um, it ended up being a lot more off than if they had correctly predicted inflation. And that's not really their fault. And it's not really a misrepresentation of the size of the program either. Um, so to take that number would be inaccurately portraying the cost estimate because that was anticipating a different dollar. So the eight years um, prior to Medicare, inflation averaged only 1.4% per year and was pretty stable. Average inflation in the 70s and early 80s was over 8% per year. Um, so they were anticipating roughly 2% inflation. And because they missed by over 6% compounded annually, they messed up a lot with that prediction. But that's not, like I said, not really reflective of the program as a whole. Yeah. So the CBO came out in 1994 and they had said that they had they predicted inflation correctly using the consumer price index, not just like the inflation of the program itself, the government cost estimate would have been closer to 80 to $81 billion in, 1990, in 1990s dollars or $160 billion today, which means that they were actually only 165% over budget. So basically what I'm saying is the reason that their initial guess was incorrect because they guessed wrong on inflation, and that's not a fair or accurate representation of the estimate of Medicare. So I'm going with 165% over budget since that's much more accurate of the actual cost of the program. Do you think that's fair, Wob? No, I'd say it's pretty fair. <clears throat> With something that drastic, you know, <clears throat> their inflation rate was five times less than, like, what it actually was, you know, their guesstimate. Yeah. And that, like you said, compounded annually, absolutely destroys Yeah, the for guess. a 23-year program. That will ruin it for sure. Exactly. So they really were just wrong with that. So I'm glad you think that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> um. So as you can imagine, uh, just like what I did with Obamacare, this was kind of a divided subject. If you just look on, on sources online, every site that I found seemed to agree on the numbers, which I was kind of found like unexpected. I was kind of expecting different sites to say different numbers. Um, just some of them forgot to mention the inflation factoid or factor and um, a lot of, you know, Kind of the right right leaning websites would highlight you know the certain aspects that were way over budget and why it was and kind of the lefter leaning would downplay some of the effects of it. Um, so ultimately, the program though roughly expanded fifteen percent each year 
from 67 to 90. That's a really good stock. Yeah. <laughs> I would buy that. Yeah, same. It's like Bitcoin. Yep. <laughs> as long as you time it right. <laughs> So ultimately, over that time period from 67 to 90, they spent roughly 83, excuse me, $830 billion on Medicare, um, which is $2.15 trillion in today's dollars. Um, so you might be thinking, that's a really long time interval. Don't you think? Well, yeah, I'd say that's, that's a long time. That's sure. a pretty long time for them to be estimating that far out into the future. Um, and you may think that the program would expand over that time, mm-hmm. um, in which case it would be unfair to look at their initial cost estimates if they expanded the program. That's actually not true, which surprised me a lot. The program from 67 to 90 basically had very little changes. The only thing they added was hospice benefits in 1984, um, but that didn't change the growth rate of Medicare expenditures at all. Wow. So it really didn't change at all. And they didn't increase to include young people with disabilities into, until 2001, and like I said, I only looked at data from 67 to 90. So the yeah. program really didn't change. Basically, they were just off because there were more people on the program and hospital care and uh, physician services were more than what they thought. Just like they underestimate everything, seemingly. seemingly. <laughs> yep. um, so as you'd expect, you know, 25 years, 25 years into the program, right? You'd start to think that they would get better at estimating the cost of it, right? Ideally, yes. Yeah, they did not. <laughs> so after 1990, it doesn't get any better. So just going to run some quick factoids here. In 1987, Congress estimated that Medicaid's Disproportionate Share Hospital, or DSH, payments, which states used to provide relief to hospitals that serve especially large numbers of Medicaid and uninsured patients, would cost less than $1 billion in 1992. So just a five-year time period. Mm-hmm. The actual cost was staggering uh, seventeen. Excuse me, seventeen billion. So seventeen times larger. Yeah. Um, among other things, federal lawmakers had failed to detect loopholes in the legislation that enabled states to draw significantly more money from the federal treasury than they would have otherwise been able to under the program's traditional fifty-fifty funding scheme. So after twenty-five years, they still didn't have the program very good. With regards to Medicare catastrophic coverage benefit, in 1988, Congress added a catastrophic coverage benefit to Medicare to take effect in 1990. In July 1989, the CBO doubled that cost estimate for the program for the four-year period from 1990 to 1993 from $5.7 billion to $11.8 billion. So basically, as time went on, they still do not have um, very good estimates of Medicare. Does that surprise you, Bob? Um, uh, not really. I guess some of this stuff is kind of hard to predict. Um, like how could you guesstimate the amount of sick people or people needing, you know, certain procedures or whatever, because they're not going to go to the hospital if they can't afford it. So you can't really look at previous data. So I think it's kind of hard to tell because, you know, once it becomes available to people, then they're like, Oh, I could finally, you know, get this thing checked out or get whatever work done. Exactly. So I think it's extremely hard to predict. I think they should just start shooting over Honestly, just go like I thought you were like, gonna say start shooting old people. <laughs> no, that's not the solution. <laughs> but I think they should they should take their guesstimate and just no matter what it is, like triple it so that they're always within budget. Yeah, I agree. That would make sense. Because I don't know. Yeah, obviously it's like you said, it's kind of a, a common theme with government stuff for yeah. them to undershoot and then the money will always come no matter yeah. what, even if you go over. So I think they should they should start overshooting. So this is a really big program. 15% of the federal budget, um, that's last year, $731 billion. 
15% of the budget. Mm-hmm. Um, Medic- Medicare is really big. Yeah. Um, the CBO projects, the, the Congressional Budget Office projects that without significant changes in policy, total spending for health care will be 31% wow. of GDP by 2035 and will increase to 46% by 2080. Total spending for Medicare is projected to increase to 8% of GDP by 2035 and 15% of 2080. That is crazy to me. They're saying that in 2080, 46% of all the money like spent in America is going to be on health care. And they're always consistently like and off by half. Exactly. <laughs> That is crazy to me. I don't know. I'm not a medical expert, but we have to change something because their estimates are always too low, just like what you said. And they're saying 46% by the time, what, we're 80 years old, mm-hmm. 46% of money spent in the United States are gonna is going to be because of medical expenses. Do you think that's due to a rising population or people like, because I, I think people are healthier now than they are ever, right? I don't know. Do you think that's true? I think. Well, I, I I'd say so. I mean, life expectancy is pretty long, but that's probably due to all this stuff, you know. Yeah, it's probably due to all the technology. I I feel like people were healthier back when they were like all farmers and they were just like working out. Oh all no! The time. And you got like polio and just died though. Yeah, um, but, <laughs> I guess. Um, but I think I think population is probably the large part of it because it's exponential growth at this point, you know. Yeah. So that's insane, though. No, well, that's a lot. but as as a population grows up, then our our GDP should also go up. So yeah, it, it should. It's a percentage of the GDP, and it's forty six percent is what they're saying our total medical expenses are going to be, and then Medicare is going to be fifteen percent of of GDP. That is a lot to me. I don't, you know, I'm not going to dive into the politics of it, but something has to be different about that, in my opinion. It could also be pricing too. You know, like yeah. a, there's a lot of um, studies that have shown hospitals, even within certain counties, will all be, you know, like way off in terms of range of price for like the same operation. Like one will be twice as much as another one, you know, across the county. So maybe it's inconsistent pricing. Maybe it's, yeah, it could be anything. A lot of the CBO projection of that was because inflation rates amongst hospital yeah, or like medical, you know, things such as, you know, prescription drugs, hospital visits, is growing at a much faster rate oh, yeah. than, you know, the rest of, you know, like milk. <laughs> you yeah, yeah, you look like insulin or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So if if nothing changes, we we can look forward to spending half of our paycheck almost, I guess. Well, not us, but yeah. well, we'll be spending all of our paycheck because we'll be 80 at that point and everything will be <laughs> on <laughs> healthcare. Yeah. <laughs> so we're, uh, any last thoughts for you, Wob? No, I just I think it was really interesting on these past few podcasts, just learning how off everyone is with, you know, budgeting for whatever their program may be, whether it's an airplane or, you know, like Medicare, it's, it's always off. Everything's always, always, off. everything's always over budget. Yep. So this will be my last um, podcast, I think. Um, I'm going to start working, like I said, I'm going to start working on my final presentation to give a little snippet into uh, what I'll be talking about for that. Um I'm kind of going to do a macro study and try to figure out, you know, what makes certain things over budget, what makes things less over budget. Um, And, uh, well, oh, I guess I told you already. So to give a little sneak peek, 130% was my average um, over budget of my 15 policies uh, that that I looked at. So on average, if the government said it was $100, it costs $230. Incredible. Does that surprise you? Well, that's a lot. (laughs) 
Uh, it should be surprising. But it's not <laughs> it just uh, it wants to motivate me to go work for some government contract, you know, company and, you know, like Lockheed Martin and just cash in <laughs> exactly. because the money is coming. You just say, oh, you know, this might cost whatever. It doesn't matter. We'll just get our, you know, money at the end of it. Yep. So. All right. I think that's going to wrap it up for me. Um, thanks for coming on, Mom. No problem. All right. Thank you for listening, and that'll be all. Thank you. Bye.